Earlier this year, I came to the realization that I need healing. And like the leper in the gospel, I knew that I needed to go to the Lord and beg him to heal me. Unlike the leper, however, I have not yet heard the Lord say over me, I do will it be made clean. So I thought I might use this homily to publicly wrestle with this dilemma, in case you find yourselves in a similar predicament. My problem is that I really struggle to pray. Praying, for me, is like eating vegetables. It's not the worst thing in the world. I can power through it. Every now and again, I am even in the mood for it. But on the whole, I find it to be a chore. Something I do because I know that it is good for me. But something that I also put off, avoid, and cannot wait to finish. Of course, it has not always been this way for me. In high school and college, I would pray spontaneously and deeply, led to God by the overwhelming movements of my heart, both joyful and sorrowful. There is an intensity to the life of teenagers that I am not surprised led me to a corresponding intensity of prayer. This emotion-driven life of prayer reached its peak for me during my junior year of college, after a retreat where God broke down some barriers around my heart, allowing me finally to pour myself out to him unimpeded. But now fast forward to the age of 24, when I am in my second year at Mount Angel Seminary. Part of seminary life is to teach us to pray in a disciplined, routine way, scheduling a certain amount of time each day. The previous year, my first year in seminary, I had tried very hard to spend 30 minutes in the chapel daily, but I found it completely unfulfilling. I would fall asleep. I would look at my watch. I felt like I was just wasting my time. So that second year, I resolved to abandon the disciplined prayer style of the monks and return to the spontaneous prayer style that brought me such fruit in high school and college. I decided to just pray when I felt like it. Unfortunately, it turns out that that era of my life was over. Returning to spontaneous prayer just meant that I did not pray that year at all other than Mass and the Liturgy of the Hours. My prayer life had completely collapsed. As I continued in seminary, however, I did eventually commit myself to the discipline, slowly scratching my way up to 60 minutes each day, seven days each week, regardless of how boring and unfulfilling I found it. It was only recently, right around the time I arrived at Assumption, that I got to a place where I was only skipping prayer one or two days each month. But this process was horrible. It was all discipline with very little payoff. Even now, prayer continues to feel like eating vegetables. Well, 
Last year, and maybe a little bit before that, I began asking why things haven't gotten better. Of course, maturing from emotion-driven prayer to disciplined prayer was going to be difficult. Every Christian must take this step eventually, and it is hard for everyone. But once the habit is in place, it is supposed to start bearing fruit. Unfortunately, more than 75% of the time, my prayer does not. In the course of bringing this problem to the Lord, he did eventually provide me an answer. I came to realize that the reason I found prayer dry was because I was unwilling to receive love from other people, including and especially love from the Lord himself. He showed me that over the course of many heartbreaks, starting with my parents' divorce and continuing through a string of failed romances, I had learned to stop relying on anyone else to hold or care for my heart. The last time I really gave my heart to anyone, it was to the Lord, following that incredible retreat in college. But by then, I was already pretty far gone. During those months of intense prayer, I remember, perversely, how I begged the Lord not to take away this newfound communion with him. Here I was, closer to God than ever before, and all I could focus on was the fear of it ending, because every time I had attached my heart to something previously, that attachment had been stripped from me. I wanted to believe that the Lord allowed the previous heartbreaks so that I could finally give my heart to him, and that my heart would never break again. But I don't think that I ever really trusted that my heart was actually safe. So, when prayer got hard after college, I came to believe that God, too, had decided to break my heart. Consequently, I learned to rely only on myself for emotional fulfillment, as the only one I could actually count on. And now, even though I am finally spending copious time with the Lord each day, and even though I do believe that he loves me, I have not figured out how to let him back in, leading to a very dry prayer life. Obviously, this needs healed. Obviously, I need to unlearn my malformed assumptions. Obviously, this healing needs to come directly from Jesus. But I have yet to receive this healing. I started this homily suggesting that I was the leper from the gospel, asking Jesus for healing and not getting a response. But sometimes I suspect that I am actually a character from a different gospel story, the man by the pool of Bethesda in John chapter 5. In that story, Jesus is the one who initiates the dialogue and asks the man if he wants to be well. But the man does not reply with a yes, instead responding by complaining that there is no one to place him in the pool to be healed. In other words, this guy had grown comfortable being sick. He no longer wanted to be healed, and he made excuses for why he could not be. 
That very well could be me. Life is a whole lot simpler relying on myself and not being vulnerable or dependent. If the Lord were to ask me directly if I wanted to be healed, I am not sure that I would immediately say yes, because that might upset my delicate equilibrium and force me to change and grow in ways that are uncomfortable. I am not sure that I have the same faith as today's leper. I am not sure that I actually desire healing. I brought this question to my spiritual director this week, and he provided another perspective. Rather than thinking of myself as one gospel character or another, rather than jumping between resenting the Lord for not immediately healing me and resenting myself for maybe not wanting to be healed, he said that it is important to remember that the Lord sometimes chooses to heal us slowly and indirectly. My director used the analogy of sanding down a boat hull that has been in the water for a long time before repainting it. Yes, power tools can make the job go faster, but sanding the hull by hand allows the laborer to review every square inch, making sure there are no rotten spots, checking to see if there is any damage that might have been missed. Sometimes the Lord brings us healing slowly and deliberately because it is because it is truly better for us that way. Patience and discipline very often result in a deeper, longer-term happiness. My friends, I cannot say I have any resolution to this question. And I am definitely not looking for anyone to problem-solve this for me. Given that I have just admitted to being uncomfortable, depending on other people, I suspect that problem-solving would not go well. I simply wanted to share my struggles with you, because I want you to know that we all struggle. Deep down, we all desperately pray to hear the words, I do will it be made clean.